This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. My name is A.G. Ellingson, Communications Manager for the District. We're coming to you today with the champs. A few members of the state champion Waukee Northwest softball team are here. Head coach Carrie Eby, players Kiana Carnes, Ava Smith, and Zuri Patterson. First question, where is the trophy and who had it this weekend? Uh, it's at my house, actually. This is Coach <laughs> Eby. Um, I had to take some pictures with it, but uh, it's right now currently at my house. What was it like raising the trophy? How fun was that? Oh, it was awesome. It's it's really it's it's really nice to be able to like raise it up for the fans and show everyone like this is it. This is what we got. This is for you guys. Thank you for your support. Stuff like that. Describe the, the state tournament. I mean, three games, really really good competition. Uh, the championship game was was a fantastic softball game. Uh, is it fair to say that you all found your groove like at the best possible time to find it? Yeah, I think, honestly, the fact that the first game did go so well gave us all the confidence that, like, okay, we're here and we got the nerves out of the way with that one. And I think that really helped us push forward. I feel like that we were in a groove after the Iowa City tournament because that was a really rough tournament for us. And I looked back on, like, the games after the Iowa City tournament and they were all wins. So must have found something. Yeah, I think Zuri hit the nail on the head there. Uh, Iowa City was kind of a turning point for us. It made us refocus and uh, kind of execute some things that were maybe sliding by before. And then we get to regional time, and they're executing and focusing on the little details. And that definitely played a role into each game in the state tournament. So we talked about this just briefly. The, the answer for this question can't be the state championship. What was your favorite part of the season? I mean, I don't want to say it's my favorite part, but one of the most memorable memorable parts of the season was probably our first game against Fort Dodge, like at the very beginning of the season, because that was, at least for me, that was like the first time I'd ever played on that field. And I th feel like that was the first time that we had really gotten into like, I guess the like really aggressive, like intense cheering and like feeling the crowd with us. And the fact that like we didn't pull up with a win the first time, I feel like that was one of the turning points of our season as well. Um, I hope this doesn't count as the state championship, but <laughs> the, the week leading up to state, we have um, really fun practices where we do like our dress up days and stuff. And that's fun, but it's um, also a very like intense week and very focused. And like Carrie said, um, execution is a big thing. So we, we work really hard in practice to make sure we can execute those things. And then that way it translates over to when we start playing. Uh, my favorite part of the season was probably the regional championship game because it was a really fun and exciting game. Um, I felt like our energy was loud. I feel like our bats were on. I felt like the defense was very clean and it gave us a good idea of what state would look like? Uh, I think my favorite part or moment has been kind of following off what Kiana said. When they started executing things, when you see and you look at some of these pictures looking back that are out there, um, the pure joy of the love of the game that these kids have is, is unreal. And so when they execute and the excitement for another teammate is probably the best memory that I have of these kids. And you, in there's, they've captured photos of these and they're all out there and it's awesome to see it. 
I feel the reason we said you can't answer the state championship because that was the obvious favorite part of the season. So that, <laughs> thank you for sharing your second favorite part of the season. Um, it's three days old, but how do you hope this season is remembered? Uh, obviously, probably the, the state championship will live at Northwest forever, but how do you hope that you know, the 2022 Northwest softball teams remembered? Um, I would say this is the most, uh, just like team-wise, this is the closest I think I've felt to like the whole team. And I think it really showed on the field, like our team chemistry, because like when we stepped on, we played for the girls on the field. And it, there was like nothing aside from that. Like that was our focus was playing well for your teammates. And I think like that's kind of the, what I want to set, at least me personally, for like Northwest softball is like really getting in touch with your teammates. Yeah, the, we've t we talked about it since the very beginning of the off season about like how we want the season to go. And we did everything, we accomplished everything that we obviously wanted to happen. <laughs> but um, it just shows that like <clears throat> being intentional with everything is like how you really need to do it for like the teams and the younger girls coming up. They see that it's achievable. You just have to work for it. Uh, speaking what Kiana said about the younger girls, I want like all the lower classmen to really um, not really like the seniors and the juniors are great, but also to focus <laughs> to focus on that you too as a freshman or an eighth grader or a sophomore can do it and you can make it and you can be really successful and a big part of the team. Those are great answers, Coach. Oh, absolutely, they took the words right out. Of my <laughs> um, you know, and, and I'll honestly, the, this group um, has truly come together as a team, and it took. Uh, it wasn't just the girls, too. It was also the fans that were unbelievable. The parents were super supportive. And so with that community atmosphere all together, we were able to accomplish great things together. Um, and like I said, they held themselves to a high standard, and we want that tradition and that legacy to continue to be what makes our program successful down the road. So we have four state champions around our podcast table. We also have one Hall of Famer. Um, Coach E.B. is now an Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union Hall of Famer. What was that like? Because that signifies um, years of dedication to softball, and in your case, both as a coach and a player. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible. You know, this whole week I have tried to make it, and we've tried to make it about the girls. Um, and you're at the state tournament. And so, um, you know, Friday night came, and, and it is truly an honor. I, I have uh, been blessed with amazing parents. I've been there and supportive and sacrificed. Uh, I've been with great teammates and, and I see a lot of the teammates that I have had over the course that have pushed me um, are now kind of like molded into what our girls have now. So I, I see that and I've been extremely lucky to have those opportunities um, presented in front of me. So As we were going through the, the resume of yours as, uh, to kind of look at the <laughs> one thing popped out and it was uh, the single season batting average of 603. That mean, I mean, that's not on base percentage. That's strictly getting a hit 60% of the time. For the players, how good is a batting average of 603? That is unreal. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't see that very often. What's it like playing for a Hall of Fame? She knows her stuff, right? Well, <laughs> I might just add here, we didn't know as a team that she was going to be in the Hall of Fame until right after our regional game. She didn't want to tell us. And I think that also just shows how um, selfless of a coach she is and how much she really does it for us. And so when we finally did know, we were like, 
scary. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I was gonna say, even now you keep downplaying it, but like that's such a big thing. It's like I'd be jumping up and down. I wouldn't <laughs> let people forget that. <laughs> All right, well, that, uh, that's the first part of our interview with the state champion Waukee Northwest softball team. Our conversation will continue in just a moment, but first a word with our official sponsor of Talk the Walk, Unity Point Health Des Moines. We are here with Caitlin Dahman of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. Caitlin, where should a person go for care? If they're needing some quick care for generally basic medical needs, such as like a sore throat, cough, runny nose, um, I would direct them to Express Care. Express Care's goal is to have you in and out in about 30 minutes. So really, it's those shorter um, illnesses that we're seeing. Other examples would be pink eye, or if they injured themselves and are worried about a broken bone and need an x-ray, that's another great reason to go to Express Care. Express Care is a little bit limited with um, seeing abdominal pain, so I would direct that person to not go to Express at that point. I'd also tell them to avoid going to Express if they had hit their head, have chest pain, or shortness of breath. When going to urgent care, that can also include those you know, more simple illnesses such as coughs, colds, sore throat, pink eye, urinary tract infections. Urgent care is also able to manage some medium to larger uh, lacerations. So if you have a cut or an injury, they're able to see that as well. They're also really good with abdominal pain. However, if you're having severe chest pain, shortness of breath, or again, injured your, hit your head or lost consciousness, we'd want you to go to the emergency room instead of urgent care. Um, and I would say if you're going for a routine medical exam or update on immunizations, we would direct you to your family doctor instead of urgent care or, or express in that instance. That's Caitlin Dahman of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. We are back with the Waukee Northwest softball team. A unique twist to the three student-athletes in the room. You're also part of the state champion girls track team. So how special is it to have two state titles in your first year as a school? Well, I think for a lot of people, um, uh, just a single state championship would mean a ton. And the opportunity to get to compete for that twice in one year as the first year of a school is, is amazing. And it really just, I think it sends a message to the whole state of Iowa, like this is what Northwest is about. I was gonna say, I was really excited about the fact that like we were able to come in as the new kids, like nobody really, obviously we had some like returning seniors and people, but nobody really knew like what our program was gonna be. And I think to be able to like set that foundation so early in the school's like history, it's like indescribable honestly to know like we're those, we were that team that like set that for everyone to come. Let's talk about uh, another part of this is that the, the first year conversations, the year, I'm gonna ask this maybe in two parts. So I'll start with you, coach. As you, as the coaches kind of developed, I mean, because you're thinking about things that maybe you haven't thought about as a coach before when it's the first year and a new dugout, a new uniform, a new ways to line the field. And how, what, what were some of your goals as a first year head coach at Northwest? You know, we wanted to set a, a different standard, different culture, and, and we've been successful over at Waukee as well. And uh, but when you, you start something completely new, you want to make it your own. You want to have that own twist. And, but a lot of it, honestly, I mean, the girls know I have high standards and high expectations, but they took the lead mostly on this. And, and I said, what do you want the season to be about outside of, you know, you're, you're getting new uniforms and all the fun stuff because that is new and that is fun. Um, 
you know, as far as the program philosophy and that sort of stuff, I let it roll into the girls' hands mostly in the upperclassmen, and they took it and they rolled with it. I asked you three part of this uh, earlier, but as you kind of look back now on the first year, how different will the will your goals be for the second year as you approach going back to Northwest here in a couple of weeks? Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot of focusing on, like, we know now what it takes to get there, and I think, like Zuri said earlier, like, getting those underclassmen to kind of, like, see the vision of, like, these are the steps you have to take, and this is, like, how hard you have to work, because it wasn't easy. Like, no matter what, like, every school's going to have to work to get back up there, and I think just, like, making sure everyone knows it's not going to be like a piece of cake to get back there, but it's also doable. Mm -hmm. Recognizing now there's a huge target on our back with everything, um, that's, that's really fun, and that makes it fun to play, and it brings like a new energy for the team, and that's, that's a good opportunity for us to keep pushing and get better. Um, kind of like with the Fort Dodge girls at the beginning of their season, they said defend nothing. And I feel like we have not, like we don't have to defend anything. We just have to play like I know we can play. Coach, I think you're the perfect person to ask this next question. So we have, Waukee has sent two teams to the state softball tournament. Shout out to the baseball teams for doing the exact same thing. What does it say about the community support surrounding uh, athletics, and in this case, the softball program, to be able to send two teams to the highest level of competition? Um, you know, it, we, it shows that this community is uh, very well-rounded, and, and we focus a lot on the youth development, and that is a huge part of why these teams are super successful is because um, the community is so involved and very supportive of all the programs. I mean, to have four uh, summer teams go to state tournaments pretty – crazy um it, it's actually unreal probably and a lot of people would be uh super lucky to be in that position so uh, we, the, the tournament wrapped up on thursday we're speaking on the following monday how soon have you all flipped the, the calendar over to the 2023 softball season how how excited are you for what's to come i'm going to lifetime today to work out <laughs> i'm already getting ready <laughs> yeah well we start we'll start our off-season tournaments here in about a month so there's a little bit of time to come back, back down to earth, but then after that, it's setting new goals for the next season here. Yeah, I was going to say, I think me personally, like right now this month is probably just going to be focusing on like, I guess like working out a lot more and like personal skills, I guess, just for this month. And then you get back with the team and you're able to like reassess, I guess. I've just been looking forward to these past couple days of off days like <laughs> after a big win I like to um not even touch a softball and just really focus on myself to um get myself ready before I have other things to do like catching up on sleep. <laughs> so catching up on sleep and doing PT and just um getting your body ready for another grueling season. <laughs> I mean, I guess from the outside, it's obvious that they deserve a couple of days off before they get ready. Is that okay. fair to say, coach? I think I've realized over the, over the last couple of years is you want them to enjoy the moment because it is very special and it is, uh, it's something you don't want to flip the script too soon because you want them to enjoy the team, enjoy, um, winning that state title 
uh, and then take some time away. But then they know, I mean, they're, they're athletes. They know that when we hit the ground running in August, it's a, it's a new team and it's a whole new set of goals. And so you want them to live in the memories and every year, you know, you're able to have a successful season. You want to still like live in that moment because I'm going to tell you these, these kids going through high school, it goes so quick. So you want them to embrace that moment. We appreciate everyone coming in on a, a rest day for you. So, so if we will, if we set your alarm a little earlier, we apologize for that. But, but congratulations, a huge deal, and, and we're all very, very proud of you. Thank you for joining us on the Talk the Walk podcast. Thank you to our featured guest, the state champion Waukee Northwest softball team, and a thank you to our presenting sponsor, Unity Point Health Des Moines. We're back with another episode of Talk the Walk in just a few weeks. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.